0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com/fmlfpl. FML okay, everyone, for the other This was like you say, this Walsh now.
0: Yeah, well, I just cut the middleman out.
1: It's Give a weird people what they want. It's a weird Thursday day pod here because I pushed it back from last night. So, what's going on? What are we potting about? Why are we potting?
0: <laughs> we're potting 'cause because there are no games all on, and we have an FPL podcast. So however much you must might dislike that.
1: Oh, interesting. Uh, we
0: you know, we'll try and shoot it out there for you guys for the morning commute for Friday in UK and. Have a nice quick day. Maybe we'll keep it a little shorter today and we'll be back in here on Monday like normal.
1: Yeah, we got to keep it short. So, how'd you do? How'd you do midweek?
0: Wildcard wild card came in for me a couple game weeks ago. I got 65 this week. Um, You're nice flying. Rise. Yeah, I'm starting to put, put some things together. But basically, I just went away from the template and just went with like my dick and balls and just got guys I wanted. And it's been great. Um, Kane Cap came in even though he was a little bit merp and Swan just keeps returning for me Sané return, obviously my my best attacker, Big Sal Rondon came in with a nine pointer yes Fucking Bob off the bench for a seven
1: was, uh, yeah, that's, that was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I was totally tuned out from like Slack, Twitter, et cetera, just like solo tunnel visioning the Liverpool game. When he subbed on and scored, I I gave you a little fist pump as well as Liverpool. I was just like, let's fucking go. What a fucking punt. Yeah, it was pretty mental, but I'll
0: take what I can get. And he was only on for twenty some minutes. It's not even like he subbed at half or anything, but
1: well, that was good. And I then, think it's the highest and on sort of unrelated, but highest like XG shot I've ever seen. I think it was zero point nine six. Well,
0: he was like two feet out, center of the goal, and the goalie was not even in the frame. So. Yeah, with
1: a cross on the ground on his yeah. strong foot, it was just every single possible thing. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean,
0: if you have that chance a hundred times to fucking Penteke, he'll probably only fuck up five of them. So.
1: Yeah, Murata Should and be. Benteke make up for the the four. That's why it's not a hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know everything. The strong bench look is looking good, and the team's in good shape. Chamber, dude, I'm waiting for that Chamber goal. It's gonna
1: be great. Oh my god! Yeah, he is. he's been the man. he had
0: another like, ridiculous rocket launch shot against Leicester yes. this
1: weekend, and he's
0: he's just fucking Chamber.
1: Yeah, someone tagged me on or tagged us on Twitter. I. The, Sorry for forgetting your name, but it was like you know, he like leads them and like shots, chances created, touches in the box, like every fucking thing ever. I was like, Wow, Champo in.
0: What a fucking good job call you. by me, yeah. And then Joe died, yeah, so their wild we'll cards, Your wild
1: card's flying right now.
0: Yeah, it's it's doing doing the business, so things are looking good for me over here. And how about you? We'll go over to your to your squad.
1: Um, yeah, I got fifty three points, but I took a hit. I did Felipe Anderson and Son in for Kennedy and Has, so I netted positive there, but still a red arrow as usual. I mean, I've just been in and around 300k since game week seven, so yeah. I mean, my my season's done, so that's fine. Um, Cap Mo feel pretty lucky to get any points there. Uh, he just subbed on um, Vice Sterling, so I was fucking like terrified. Uh, Sonny came in, Callum came in, Glenner came in, and then got off injured. Arnie fucking concedes the pen that Flappy Hand saves, so I get positive points there. But then he also comes off injured and is out for a month. So looking like probably more hits for me this week or something. I don't know. Alonzo with a zero. He's been diabolical. um Yeah. I'm
0: Well, I mean, that's not correct at all.
1: but he I guess zero, I'm just, so I have Derek's voice in my head of him. Because Derek brought him in against Spurs, I think, and he got one. Then he had six, and that's fantastic against Fulham. And then zero is just... A rough little bit of a rough stretch. But everyone just like last week, or just like the IRL pod rather, everyone's freaking out about Alonzo, but he returns every other week or every week. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, he's still holding him, he's fine. Yeah, he's totally fine. Um Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I gotta do stuff to my team. Um and Mo should start at the weekend, I guess and Sterling probably, so that's the only good news I guess of Having them both not start this week,
0: yeah, I mean it was a pretty pretty big carnage week. We kind of were expecting that after a lot of the main men started over the weekend, and we were kind of alluding to it last pod, and saw a lot of rest and rotation. But like you mentioned, you know those guys that were rested or rotated midweek should look pretty good for starts this weekend. So you know you, you move on.
1: Yeah, it's, and those guys uh, like
0: Sane are really scary because. Yeah, can't imagine
1: him starting. Although it's Chelsea, so they kind of have to. You, you think at least? I don't know. But one weird thing to point out is that like, I always joke that I'm just like an average merchant. But once again, I'm like 1.5 off the top 10k net average, and it's a really weird position that I'm in where my rank is just horrific. That even though I'm, if I were in the top 10k, I would be like staying around the top 10k because I'm like hitting average every time but since i'm like 350k I, I get these numbers and i just they're just all red arrows every single time so it's like a weird new puzzle for me to look at where i need to like ignore what the top players in the top 10k are doing and like play a different game sort of it's it's really frustrating
0: yeah i mean it's the template's been changing pretty dramatically over the past 3 or 4 game weeks so yeah, it's tough to make inroads. I mean, the game's harder every gets harder every year and the yeah, variance
1: at, is greater. As usual, I wildcarded at the worst time and completely yeah, fucked my team. I,
0: yeah, I was thinking about that. Like the the precise week you did it was off the back of a good five-ish game weeks so of just big defense coming in with big points and then you put all your money in defense, and then they immediately started being so much worse than the like all this heavy hitting attackers start coming
1: into the fore. And it's right. it's it, it was, was a really huge, bad. I bet it happens every year, right? I always wildcard at the wrong time and with the incorrect team. And
0: your first one, yeah, yeah, my first your second, one. My second one, one, I usually your second one destroy. is when you make huge, yeah, you make
1: huge rises. Yeah, so it's like I just probably shouldn't even touch my team until like game week 30, and then it's like, let's see what I can do. but... Yeah, it feels it feels bad. Um,
0: All right, let's do housekeeping. Let's go yeah, here.
1: shout out FML Field Prize League Mug League Leader for December so far. There's a million fixtures, so you know this will change a lot, I'm sure. But Kyle Gavalek, aka Kane, you handle it. 82 points, 7K overall rank. Good job by him leading the way. Goal scorers challenge leader so far. Magic Mike keeps his lead with the sunny pick and goal. Sun. And lastly, shout out the top of the FML field publicly. Pojolski continues his reign on top up to thirteenth overall. Good fucking job by him.
0: Thirteen R.
1: Yeah. Not fucking bad. Not bad. So maybe start with like Arnie replacements. I have a ton of people, as you'd imagine. His ownership has been pretty high all season or Freaking about the Arnie spot. Kyle G wants to know: Should we be taking hits to fix the Arnie spot, or I don't know? Is there? I guess people are kind of looking for: Is there another guy other than like Callum, or maybe Mitro that everyone should be paying attention to, or is it just kind of go with the obvious pick?
0: Well, what do you think? You have Callum. Callum is definitely the obvious to me,
1: like for like. Yeah. If I didn't have Callum, it'd be so easy. I would definitely do that. Um,
0: I mean, it doesn't feel great to have him in right away for Liverpool, but in the medium term, you can't really argue against him.
1: Yeah, and then maybe January he gets transferred to Chelsea and he's just essential and it's just great for everyone. But um, I mean, there are rogue guys. I mean, I think Wolf is still decent and kind of rogue with pretty bad fixtures, and Rashford is starting a lot. That's really punty and really rogue. But yeah, I would take Mitro over those two, no question. I mean, I wouldn't really consider Lucas Perez. I mean, there's still Chicharito. There's still Carroll. We have no idea what's going to happen there. I mean, Jimenez keeps fucking returning. I mean, their Wolves' attack is getting a little bit better. I, I would say I like the changes that Muno's making, and Gibbs White's good, and Jota, maybe he'll find some form, and that's better for Jimenez. Um Who else am I forgetting? Rondon is a decent, like, money saving shout. But out of all these guys, I still think I would have Mitro number one. The real question is, like, should we all be trying to get Obamiang or Kane and making a double move, even if it costs a hit? That's, I think, the better question.
0: Yeah, that's definitely more team dependent if you have someone that you can release funds with to do a double switch there. But going from. Arnie to Aub is a huge amount of money, so you might need a triple swap to do that, Unless, because like, you'd really probably destroy another slot on your team if you have to free up something like four mil. You know? so, but that's aside. Yeah, obviously, if you can go there, that's great. But out of the guys you said, yeah, I definitely am a little partial to Mitrovic. I feel like Fulham are just going to keep improving. And after the United fixture, which isn't even that bad, judging on how they've been defending lately... They got home West Ham at Newcastle, home Wolves, home Huddersfield. You know it looks pretty good for them to score a few goals over Christmas time. So I I like the Mitrovic shot a lot, and
1: he just like it's annoying that he's on four yellows, and it's annoying that he has to go up against Aheia. But even if he misses one game, picks up that yellow and gets suspended, like it's yeah, it's just there's something to be said for just having the main man, and he just shoots, always leads the team in shots, shoots. Absolutely at will, and he's just in and around the box all the time. It's just that points will flow.
0: Yeah, he's the focal point. He's definitely, definitely like that option. And you know, we've seen this with Costa before when they're on four yellows. It's missing one game isn't the end of the world. We have, you know, Raz misses a game, and it's not like you get negative 50 points if your guy misses one game. You just maybe it's not great, but it shouldn't prevent you from getting the good pick that you're going to want for the medium term. I think sometimes we, over, we, we like hi, we get like hyper sensitive to that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like if if Arnie was fit and you were deciding between Arnie and Mitro, then maybe like four yellows is a factor that you would consider. But if you're just trying to get the best player for medium to long term, then you you have to just live with it. It's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then Rundon, I mean, it's a tougher one because a couple of the good. They've had a couple good fixtures, and they still have three really good ones: home Wolves, at Huddersfield, home Fulham. But then it gets really bad. So I would probably not be tipping that right now um, because they have a pretty good long run from game week nineteen to twenty five, where there's like one and a half startable games there for Rondon. So um, I don't think he would be the guy I'd
1: go for right now. But yeah, he's also played ninety for like five straight, so he might even he's a fucking monster. He is, but he might get rested for one of these good ones, and then that would be really bad. Yeah, that's like the only reason you want him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but that's the same thing. You could make that argument with even Jimenez or whatever. I mean, they don't have other options. I, guess, I just mean you know, because but,
1: of the like you just said with the Newcastle fixtures. Like you want yeah, him fair. for these three really good ones, and then you don't want and if him he at misses, all. Yeah. yeah, and if he misses one of those, it is it's fairly it yeah, just makes fairly him a lot worse. worse. Yeah,
0: and you're spending two transfers on that spot basically, which makes it yeah. Um, so what what do you let's go over to Arsenal though because that's interesting to me with Aub and Laka. I was really. Thinking about getting Laka in, but I'm getting a little bit nervous um, just because he hasn't been starting. But I, don't know, I was looking over on the Arsenal fan forums. I didn't see a single predicted team from anyone that didn't have Laka in there. And I did see people kind of chatting up uh, maybe resting Ob. It's probably a little bit too you know f- like too close to the sun. Those fans are just like overreacting to every little thing, and you know they don't have a game for a week after. After the game on Saturday against Huddersfield, but what do you what do you make of Laka and Aub on Arsenal? Because they look like they're going to start scoring some goals in these good fixtures. Yeah, I mean
1: Arsenal look great. I mean, I think De Gea obviously had the howler, but he also his two saves on Aubameyang's two shots were both worldies, and you know an, an average goalkeeper. Abba, is coming through with a brace again, like just flying. But I'm, I'm kind of scared about both because they both have their warts Um, like Aub is fantastic no question if Laka's back in though he's on the wing and then is he worth the 11 million probably not you'd rather just have Laka and then Laka is not nailed to start by any means Um, that's sort of system dependent Emery chops and changes every single game week I really like I think the the only read that I have and I know this is a cop out is that there's kind of like no read to make like Emery has changed the team. I feel like I'm not even exaggerating. Every single every, game, yeah. yeah. It's, and it's, it's rare like, that
0: he goes more than two games in a row before making. Yeah, with the changes.
1: same like forwards and midfields. and system.
0: Like, even it's the system changes.
1: Right, and now they're at three in the back, but Holding is hurt. So does that mean they go back to four at the back? And like that it, would be good for so, Laka. Yeah, that would be great for Laka. But there's just so many like ifs, and there's so so yeah. much speculation, and like. Really, we have no idea, and the only thing that is great about Abba is that I mean he was probably a little fortunate to score braces in those games where he subbed on for thirty minutes, but you know that he's likely to start every match, and even when he doesn't, he's super threatening off the bench. So I, I mean, I I would say obviously I think Abba is a little bit better and safer, but. If Laka was nailed to start, and I had Laka earlier in the season when he was starting every week and he was fantastic, then you would go Laka, but uh, it's so risky. It's so fucking risky.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to think long and hard and see what I feel like doing tomorrow because my plan was
1: to get Laka in and captain him.
0: So I'll see. I really thought he was going to start. You were going to do as what, Bob, in is.
1: for Laka and captain him? Yeah. I mean, Bob. Sorry, Bob. Out. locker in. And Captain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Arsenal home money is fantastic. Yeah.
0: And then I was into probably a downgrade Dill for money or something like that, but or even Gomez now. You know, I, I don't know. I need to think about it.
1: I mean, Captain is like an even more extreme risk. You know.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing. I'm looking. I don't feel that great about at Chelsea. I don't really have that much confidence in Spurs at Leicester. I they've had a lot of games. I don't know. They they faded quick. I mean, they were up three nil, and they just stopped playing. I guess, but yeah, I I just feel like that's the kind of thing that I did on my wall card. Like, I'm not gonna just be like safe, do a templaty thing. You know, I'm like getting someone in, like getting Laka in for this little mini run, and just hoping he starts. You know, it's definitely not sensible or safe. But what if I told I do you that Laka was gonna
1: start like half the games in the next six game weeks? He's gonna start three games. I just don't want
0: to kill myself. No, of course not.
1: Yeah,
0: but it's the same thing that I'm looking at earlier in the season when he was fit before he got injured. He was playing ninety for you know a good two months, and they were picking up points. And him and Aub had a good understanding, and they looked good. So I'm not sure in the back three. I mean, Holding's legit hurt, so I don't know if he feels comfortable enough to put a different center back in. I don't know if, you know, if they go back to the back four, I like think Cola might not start again. And then, you know, they go back to the old system with, with, you know, with Ob on the wing. And Milaka's and just, he's also, like you mentioned, on Aub's, like a good threat off the bench. He keeps coming off the bench and getting a return anyway. I mean, obviously, capting him home Huddersfield would be like a big rogue punt, but bring him in like at nine six, especially for me. Cause I, I mean, for me, you know, like, thanks for the seven, but. You know that was a huge punt, just for a really kind of a short-term punt, and I got him with the in mind of kind of a placeholder for Locker or even Aub. But I, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do there. But the Arsenal fixtures when I wildcarded two weeks ago were bad, so I didn't want to go there yet. Yeah. So yeah. you know. So we'll see. I mean, I'm going to think about it, but yeah. Yeah, I think I it's I
1: reasonable. I honestly do. It's just. Yeah, just his. You can't, it's hard
0: to advise someone else on doing that because exactly. it's not. That's thing. Advisable. It's like you really, <laughs> really might
1: yeah. get fucked, and he hasn't started the last two. But at the same time, I think it's pretty relevant that you know. I mean, he subbed on late versus United, but against Spurs was was a halftime sub, and like he came on and really changed the game. And like you said, he has two months. or Emery has two months of. Of data of Laka and Abba starting together, and they were fantastic in that run. And yeah, I mean, you would think logically against home, Huddy at Southampton, home, Burnley at Brighton, next four, which are pretty much all going to be buses, you would think that they would want the additional attacker there, like maybe drop, like, you know, wobes or that. Or like the Rambo spot or something like that, and move Bob out wide and lock up tight. It makes sense to me logically. It makes sense, but it's obviously We've been punty. there before. Yeah. yeah, I mean, assuming logical decisions is really risky way to go. Yeah,
0: especially I mean, Bob just rested at Bournemouth. Is you know that should be there should be open space. In yeah, I mean,
1: I think that that's probably advisable to just hold one more and then maybe get lock in if he starts.
0: Yeah, it's just yeah, just missing the
1: points. I'm like, ugh, I don't know. Yeah.
0: All right, what else we got?
1: Um, do you want to talk about Kane? I mean, David Webb on Twitter. What's your opinion on going Kane to Abba for the next three to four fixtures? As we just mentioned, Arsenal's fixtures are ridiculous, and Kanes aren't that good. What, what are They're
0: ridiculous. That's nonsense. But I think that's just insane. That's a no, stupidest Kane, thing. I've yeah, heard. Kane's
1: fixtures are fantastic. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Um, it's the same thing, you know, trading one fantastic asset for another, kind of, but I just feel like we're talking about Laka shoving Aub out to the wing where he was not that good and he was not returning at 11 plus million striker rate when he was playing out there with, with Laka. I mean, he had a couple of those, those weird ass games off the bench where he fucking yeah, those, scored a million. Those points, almost don't
1: count, but the games where he started at the wing. Yeah. He was, he was cold. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was
0: fine, but he he was like Vardy fine, (laughs) not like an eleven million striker fine. So no, I I mean, I was you know I was I was on the Kane thing last pod we had, and you know I'm I'm still there. He wasn't didn't look you know that great, but he's just he's just always there. You know, he's easy to hate, obviously, because of the mouth breathing and all the nonsense, (laughs) but. He's just always in and around it. He just picks up these little fucking weird ass points and he's, you know, he's he's just good. He, he starts every game and it's on pens. They have four guys who dive at will and, you know, he's just going to be getting points. So if you have him, just ride it because their fixtures are stupid for a long time. And I expect him to keep going up in value um, as well. So I, I, I don't think that's the move. I think it's the how do I get both, not which. You know how do I go from one to the other?
1: Yeah, do you think at this point you would still prioritize Kane over the Arsenal guys? Yeah, the
0: fixtures are fairly this neutral; they're pretty much the same, and I just think Kane's a better asset in a vacuum to either of them. Yeah. What do you think? You like Aub more?
1: It's just so hard to commit to that after everything we just said. Because if he's shoved out wide, then absolutely not. If he's starting up top, then yeah, probably. Um I mean to me Kane, I didn't watch that match live, I only saw highlights and stats and stuff, but yeah, I mean he got his goal on a really his only shot that's relevant and he did nothing else for the rest of the game. Well, he assisted the Sun goal too, but shooting wise and goal threat wise, he did nothing. And to me in my like negative head, I'm just like, Yeah, same Kane that I expected, like Back to being like bad Kane, not old Kane, where he's like barely shooting and blah blah blah. blah. But he picks up 12 points, so and yeah, he's definitely going to be consistent. He's like a 12 and a half million version of Mitro, but he's on a better team, and he's just like he's just there, and he's just gonna fucking find a tap in somewhere, find a pen somewhere, and just get his get his ding.
0: So. Yeah, and they also he's also good on set pieces. You know, he's always finds a way to get in that little spot, and they have a lot of good they have a lot of good delivery men there, and they have a lot of opportunities there. He just has a lot of opportunities to get points. Period. So, I, I mean, I yeah, I think Kane's going he's going to as Koons out. I think he's going to continue to steadily rise up and maybe finish top point scorer of the Strikers this season, like he you know he kind of normally does. So, I think it's the time to get him, I and mean, the fixtures are so good. It's just he's. Unless he gets injured, he's just gonna keep returning, and he's a good captaincy option.
1: Yeah, I just really don't want him. I'm gonna stick with Son, yeah. but we'll see what happens. I, I mean, I, Son. I, Son's the best player on Spurs. He's their best attacker and best striker. I think. Like, I, I'm not even being like a dick right now. Like, I was saying it on the IRL pod last week. I was just like, I'd rather have something than Kane. Like, I, don't know. I still, still will, and I'll probably die on that. Um yeah, having having both is pretty good. Having both is really good. Um let's talk about the mid price mids. Um Jabron James on Slack, Son <laughs> versus Felipe versus Rich, who do you like best? And Enrique on Slack, which mid price midfielders, seven to eight and a half million, do you trust most over this period?
0: Is that mid priced? I I feel like that's kind of a little bit of, I've always felt like mid price is like six and a half and under or something.
1: Okay. Well, what's mid price then? I mean, what's, what's, cause it's not premium. It's like
0: the weird midfield bracket. What's it's in, always in that- It's the
1: Vegas zone of midfielders.
0: It's the, yes, it's the, it's the four point spread Vegas zone.
1: It's the Vegas zone. So that, yeah, it's this is the Vegas like, zone. Sun is favored by like five and a half in the Vegas zone, and that's, that's the, yeah. that's the zone that they're in. So what Vegas zone midfielder do you like? Like seven, eight and a half or whatever?
0: Yeah, I son. I think is at a completely different echelon and level than any of these guys Um from you know the from Dilva below price wise. Yeah, I think like I you're mentioning. We, I mean, we've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks after he came in, and you know, I mean, I, I picked him up a couple of weeks ago, and it's just you watch the games and you see what he's he's capable again, capable of a brace every single time he starts. I mean, and, he could have had it mean, against Southampton. Yeah, he he could had it every game. He missed it. Yeah, you know, he, he, he missed a chances. Can. Yeah. Yeah, he misses chances, but um, yeah. So besides Sun, I, Rich, it's starting to get. I, I still can't believe I've never actually ever owned Rich for one game week since he's been in the game. Um, <laughs> I'm starting to kind of look at him a little bit harder and kind of think like, what am I thinking? Because you know they've got a couple tough ones coming up, but he's just he's still still playing up top and. He's not expensive he's only seven one i mean siggy's been getting some points and he he almost scored the weekend but or midweek but i like rich a lot i' it, it's i think he's he's my uh, second favorite what do you what do you think
1: yeah i mean out of position strikers are really fucking good that's that goes back you know ten years of f p l that's always good like finding a midfielder to play striker is always good, but i don't know it's I mean, I like Everton a lot, and I think they're good. It's just so Rich's goal this week was really his only relevant chance of the whole match, and it was a yeah, it weird was, it as, was bullshit. Yeah, it was a weird as fuck bullshit. He was in the right place, right time to happen, and you know, like usually you don't get those, and
0: I just feel he like he does get those though. He had one like that earlier this season. Yeah, he's, like he's on his brace cheeky or on set whatever.
1: pieces. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm I less mean like you don't get those more than it's just like you don't want to rely on those, I guess. But, right, 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 right. Like right. He, he's he been like a little bit underwhelming since moving to Stryker, aside from like, you know, the that game against Brighton where he looks like the best fucking player in the league. And it's like, fuck, I don't know what I'm getting with Rich. I, I do think he's long term gonna just be good because he, he's a really good player and Everton are probably the sixth best team in the league. But,. Yeah, I don't know if there's any of these other guys I would put in front of Rich. I just don't feel like that strongly about him or as strongly as you do, maybe. That's fair. Yeah.
0: And just, I mean, that said, I, I could have got him on my wild card and I chose not to. I mean, I, I agree with you. He does kind of do more for the IRL team and the eye test than the FPL, like your FPL eye. Yeah, which is a valid and a fair point.
1: Um, I mean, he has four I mean, goals since game week six. You know, and yeah, it's, yeah. one of them was he's, this scrum. He had the Brighton game where he was the most, best thing ever. I don't remember the Leicester goal, but like that's not what you're looking for.
0: No, he's not pulling up trees, but at, at the same time, at this price range around the seven million spot, I, I mean, I like the team. You say, you know, maybe top six team. I just feel like he's a safe, high floor kind of a guy. He'll he'll tick along. Um I'm really still not in on Felipe, especially with Arnie out. I'm just really nervous about Yeah, I'm about wondering
1: that. how that's going to negatively affect him, and I'm not yeah. like excited about that.
0: Because, I mean, Lucas Press going a brace by a fucking lottery ticket. He hasn't scored a week. I mean, he could barely make the bench before for a West Ham team, so I don't know what that is. Chicorito, we've seen him just be a lightweight, kind of loses, like, he just finds himself completely lost in games and gets subbed on 55 after doing nothing. I'm just nervous about what they're going to have going on in the final third. Yeah. So I'm, a, I'm nervous about Felipe. Obviously the fixture run speaks for itself, but at the same time, I don't think they're like an Everton where, you know, they're going to score a couple or so against these mid to bottom half table teams. They could get clean to fucking Burnley, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, like a a throwback yeah, I mean, Burnley game or something. With
1: Arnie, I would have I would have said the opposite. I would have said I think yeah. they will score two, maybe yeah. three in all of these yep. games. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a little bit worried as a of of course I just brought him in and they scored three well, and yeah. he has no involvement, but Yeah, of course. Yeah, I still really rate him highly, but the no Arnie is really scary, and if you compare Felipe, not even to Rich, but to someone like Maddo, uh, it's hard to argue against Matto there, probably. I mean, like,
0: yeah, I don't know. I would I would want Felipe over Matto. I have no faith in Lester less than I do in West Ham.
1: Yeah, but I have more faith in, like, it's the same shit, like Vardy and Nacho and a fit team than I do in, like. Cheech and Lucas Prez and Andy Carroll playing up top. I'm wor- I'm yeah. worried about that because the assists are a big part of his points. I mean, he creates a ton of chances.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. fair. And then I mean, I'll have to make my obligatory bill mention. Um, still think he's a very solid pick until KDB comes back, which who knows when that'll be. I um, mean, anyway, he might come back in a couple of weeks, still not be ready for ninety. Um, I mean, I don't think. I think at seven five, I, we've talked about this before. It's sort of like a coverage pick, but. When you're, when you got an attacker on a team that's scoring three plus every game, you know, you like, you like your chances there.
1: So I, I still think Bill is a very reasonable choice. So how would you rank them outside of Sun? Rich first?
0: Um, yeah, I think Rich and Bill, I'd probably have
1: one A and one B. Wow. Really? That high on Bill?
0: Yeah. It's, again, he's, he creates a lot of chances. He shoots. He, he's in the final third all game. The, the team could score six. I just think that. Again, it's similar to the argument I was making midweek, like why I found, tried to find so much money to get Dilvin as my fourth mid because I like avoiding these kind of stainer teams that can shit the bet on any game week and look ridiculous and score zero goals. And when I'm spending, you know, a seven plus. It's a price slot on that player who's a midfielder who already has you know it's not the striker it's already someone who you know you have to have the game script going the right way to get in there and have opportunities and blah 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 so I like having that player being on a complete premium high end team high octane offense so that that's where I'm coming from there it it makes sense to me it might not make sense to you or others but I don't know that's where my my thought
1: process is there anyway. Yeah, I'm nowhere near there on Bilva. Um, But that said, I'm not that high on Felipe Armado right now. So it's like I would put Rich just clear first and probably just clump the other guys together because I think they're all kind of like sort of long-term, sort of tick merchants. And I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm very worried as a Felipe Anderson owner right now about
0: and you, I mean, you know. we didn't really talk about Siggy but i mean siggy's the kind of guy who's benefited from rich going up top kind a of I mean, he gives him a little bit more space and he's got coming off a string of a couple of blanks I, I mean he didn't I don't know, the newcastle game was kind yeah. of a strange one but do, do you think he's we should be t- looking at him a little bit harder or do you think that rich is i mean they're basically the same price now it's only a point four yeah, difference yeah the thing with big.
1: siggy is just i just feel like rich is better and in no way, shape or form do I want to spend like almost fifteen million and two midfield spots on two Everton guys. And no, I'm
0: saying which do you prefer, not get both.
1: Oh. I think I would prefer rich. I would need to look harder at the stats.
0: Yeah. Siggy like pens.
1: Yeah, I mean pens are nice. I don't I try my hardest to almost ignore pens when I'm I'm making this kind of like long term evaluation because they'll happen or they won't and there's nothing that I can like do to predict that if that makes any sense like they could, yeah. they could not get a pen for 20 weeks like who the fuck knows um, yeah. so I think I just prefer Rich just I prefer the goal scorer traditionally and he's just in the box taking more shots and stuff like that but Singy is creating a ton of chances and on all the frees and pens and stuff you can make the argument that he has more opportunities to score points and he'll Score more regularly, um that said, I mean one thing we haven 't mentioned with Everton is their fixtures are horrendously bad, so probably wouldn't want them for three weeks, and then they get good, but i don't really yeah, want, i mean I'm not like bringing them in for home Watford at city home Spurs
0: yeah, I mean. The fixture fixture's reasonable, wafford has been all over the shop, and then obviously the City game, if you could bench them. I mean, home Spurs I don't think is that bad, Spurs defense has been very Yeah, they're not all over like the that
1: bad, but they're yeah. not good. Yeah,
0: and I don't know, I mean, Siggy, just looking at the stats, I mean, he hasn't been creating that much, he's only got four chances created in his last four game weeks. Mm-hmm. And you know that's the shots. Yeah, obviously, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't get in the box as much. But I mean, it's ten goal attempts to eight in Rich's favor. It's not. It's pretty close. But yeah, it's a tough one. It, it's really tough with Everton's fixtures because it's just kind of a hodgepodge. So
1: mm. yeah, I it's mean, I, t- think, I think it, after this this these three matches, they have yeah, it's a lot of ways, but there are a lot of games and they. They really have shown to be like the sixth or seventh best team in the league so far this season, and they should be taking care of like Burnley, Brighton, Leicester, Bournemouth, Southampton, Huddersfield, Wolves, yeah. Watford, yeah, like they, that. They, they could, yeah. They should be favored in the majority of those matches, I think.
0: Yeah, almost all of those games. Yeah, so, yeah. Rich is, Rich is fine. Yeah. This is the toughest spot. This like the mid-priced. Strikers or the cheap strikers, like from seven down, and then this like eight five to six five midfield bracket. It's been really difficult this season because no one, no clear guy has really come in and like gotten into every team. Like Rich is fine, but he's not. You know, he's not fantastic. I mean, you know, I don't. Yeah, know, it's, yeah. It's no, it's this, it's been dude.
1: like a wave of like five different guys that seemed automatic at different points. Like Rich early. Martial. Um Maddo eventually, Martial
0: Pereiro is in there, Pereira, Pedro's been in Martial, there. Martial, Pedro, Volca. Philippe
1: Anderson. And now it's kind of just back to Rich, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, what else we got? Really tricky, tricky one. Um Let's just do some questions, keep it kind of short. So Cambian Slack, how many captaincy options should we be looking to have in our teams? If you look at something like having Kane, Raz, and Aub, is that too much value tied up in three players, or too much money tied up in three players, I guess?
0: I don't think you need more than two. Um, but I don't think that that's too much value. I think it just depends on your team and how you have your money balanced, like. If you have a cheaper defense and they all rotate well and they're all nailed, then you can easily afford those three players. It's not difficult, um, you know. If you have value type and rich, and you know, it just depends on the rest of your team. So, but in short, short answer is to me, if you have two, you're you're in pretty good shape. What do you think?
1: Yeah, two is probably the number you target on wildcard. You you still like heavy defense is not trendy, but you still want to get points from there. You know, you don't want to be running out like Vinagre and Chambo every week. Like, trust me, it's bad. Yeah.
0: You want well, Chambo most weeks. Trust me, feels great.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but uh, hey, yeah. don't worry, they
0: still have zero, zero clean sheets. It's pretty, it's pretty decent. The I'll most bat.
1: important thing, and I said this maybe two weeks ago with captaincy. Yeah, no cleans is bad. But the most important thing for me, uh, as of right now, is what weeks am I not captaining City and take it from there. So regarding the number of captaincy options, like I'm looking at over the short term, like next six game weeks, I'm probably maybe not going to captain City this week at Stamford Bridge, and then game week 21 home to Liverpool, I probably won't captain City. And every other week, I think you should captain your your you know double digit or ish yeah, that's, City guy. That's raz. So
0: You're on, I'm on Raz. That's for Raz this for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah so. That's how I think I would think about it if I was like wild carding and figuring out where to spend my, my premium slot. Is Who do you want to captain game week 16? Who do you want to captain game week 21? And if that's Kane, go Kane. If that's OBS, go off. If that's Salah, Salah, then go Salah. But I don't know, it's something like that.
0: Yeah, I like that. That's it's, a, a it's a decent place
1: to start, at least. Yeah,
0: and looking at that, I mean, we know Arsenal is Huddersfield home this week and game week 21 when City and Liverpool play. Arsenal are home Fulham while Spurs are at Cardiff, so you can't really call that too strongly one way or the other. So you got to just really look. Maybe it makes it a little more difficult, but you know, yeah, yeah.
1: I, th- just I mean, that out there, those those fixtures, I think you got to give Arsenal the leg up on Spurs. Edge,
0: yeah, they're home. Yeah,
1: that's home. Fair, but both I, yeah. Spurs are away. Both. I mean, Cardiff are bad, but they're a bus at least. Uh, they're good. Like they're for good. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're they're yeah 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 they're. Unskilled, <laughs> but they're tight and they're a bus. And even Leicester this week, I mean, Leicester's kind of tight too. They're just very pweli. They just want a, an awful, terrible game where nothing happens in the midfield. That's like ideal for Leicester. So, yeah, you got to give Arsenal the edge there, I think.
0: Yeah, I
1: agree. Um, Amo on Slack with the game coming around so quickly, is it worth considering an aggressive transfer strategy? For example, hits on the regular to get in form players.
0: Um, no, I don't think it should be looked at any differently than when there's a week off. Um I guess you can kind of predict when players are going to miss out or not a little bit easier, or maybe not when they're going to start. Like for Raz, for example, we know obviously he's not going to miss out two games in a row, something like that, so it makes it safer if you want to hit someone like that in, but you have the same logic when they have the when there's the full week off. I mean, the player's going to start pretty much all the games anyway, so I, I don't think it should really alter your, the way that you're playing.
1: Unless yeah, I feel like something. I feel like the only thing it would alter is maybe I mean, ignore what I do every week, but maybe take less hits because the rotation is just fucked and your everyone's team is getting fucked and everyone's coming in off the bench, et cetera. So it's like less safe to get someone like. Other than you know Raz, I'm talking about more guys like, you know, the mid tier guys like are not safe that they're gonna play 90 every week with this with the pile up. Like someone like Richarlison like wouldn't be that fucking crazy if he rested one game week because
0: yeah, like Tosun plays or something. Like that. Yeah,
1: Tosun fucking Calvert Lewin plays. Who knows? Um, yeah. So it's like less safe. I would say to take hits. Um, yeah. Jesse on Slack. I'm wildcarding as soon as this weekend begins. Any cheeky one week punts for Arnie, Rashford, Cheech, Zaha. Oh man, I love a one week punt before wildcard. One
0: week punt for the cheapo spot. Um, yeah. It's too bad Muzzy Muzzy Muzzy's shoulders crocked because that would. Yeah, be a nice he one might be Burnway. fine, but
1: yeah, you don't want you don't you don't want to go there though. He's um, away though. He doesn't score away. You don't want that.
0: Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't hate Rashford. Martial's dead. He's he's gonna start. He fucking bombed Rom out, right? Home Fulham can't yeah. can't really. I mean, Ron Don. I mean, home Wolves is a good fixture, but I you know I think you'd you'd fancy United to put a few more than you would Newcastle in a an easier fixture. I like yeah. Rash. I, I like
1: Rash a lot. Yeah, I think Rash yeah. is pretty decent. I'm trying to look further. Mm,
0: there's not I mean, much like else. Wolf at, yeah, Wolf at West Ham's interesting, but you know that game could be
1: grindy. I don't know. We still, we still haven't been scoring. Sort much. of a darn yeah. It's sketchy for sure. Yeah. And I wish Callum Patterson was a far Home Southampton, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that, that cheeky blinder mustache, I'll get fucking straight yeah, Hasn't, galore, hasn't, galore. not at all. Yeah, I don't know. Let's look at the Jesse. Let's look at the fucking gambling odds and take it from there. Maybe there's some yeah. team that Vegas is tipping to like win by two, and we're just not seeing it. Um, yeah. Eric Biz, just a few more questions. Eric Biz, president on Slack. If you were on Wild this week, what would be the core of your team? Um, definitely Kane's Son, Sonny, and Sterling. Kane son Sonny, Sterling I can't argue with that.
0: That's yeah, that seems easy. And I mean Trent now is just the most obvious pick in the fucking planet.
1: Would you maybe would double up in. Trent Lovren?
0: Um I mean I'm thinking about Lovren and for Gomez. I'm just I think he trained today. I was seeing some conflicting reports. I was trying to look into it, yeah. but he was he out of the, the squad bench.
1: yesterday yeah. cuz he like clash of heads in training or something which I his head is like Homer Simpson head like i can't imagine him getting a concussion. he's just like snorting, he's just railing pain fucking pills all day every day. I don't know. I mean, what's
0: what's in his fucking head if there's a brain in there I'm fairly surprised
1: It's just like double plated um, steel for a skull
0: i 'm just Liverpool uh, doubling on the defense uh, looking at their immediate little run is doesn't seem that fantastic to me. Um, you know, with the pile up, I kind of am looking like hedging seems a little bit smarter. than maybe after the city game you could come back in with two. There's a little bit of a better run there, but I mean they could still clean three of the next six. It wouldn't stun me. But you know, United Arsenal City, three of the next six is a little bit iffy, and at Bournemouth is certainly no uh no walk in the park for a clean sheet either. So I'm I'm leaning towards not going that way and I also just, you know, Matip can come in. I don't know how yeah. certain. I mean, Lovrin's battling fitness. It's like getting Arnie for the pile up. It's a similar thing. It's like the player gets injured for fun. He does, he does his leg, he fucking bashes his head against some concrete and he's done for like 2 weeks. It's it's a tough one there with Lov. I don't I don't love the shout. I think it's a little bit a little bit sketch. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But yeah, Trent is a really easy pick. I like that core that you picked out. I mean, Obviously, I'm like low on Kane, but there's no doubting that he's like a good pick. I just don't, I personally don't want him. But if you feel yeah. the same way, then I guess go OBS over Kane in that same core. And that lines up nice with the captaincy and stuff. But
0: yeah, it's yeah. good when I, I core two two weeks ago and now it's the core.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's an example of you being good at FBL and doing a good job on the wild card. And me, my core was just, no one is left of my core. Laporte, Alonzo, and like... Oh yeah, those Abel. are fucking core. Up oh, my asses are core. I'd rather have fucking <laughs> the Doc who I chanced up like a hit than either of them. Like, oh, I have no core, I'm literally no core. Maybe Fabianski, maybe that's the one like guy that was a good pick on my entire wild card. Callum and Fabianski are the only good picks I made.
0: Maza, he's been returning like every game, even though he's getting injured every game.
1: VVD, assist yeah, merchant VVD, four straight returns, three cleans, two assists in the last four. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, don't listen to anything. I say Walsh is good at fantasy. I'm not. Mr. Tools on Slack asked his, at usual, 5,000 questions, so I just picked one. <laughs> Kolasinic, Uh. Fucking, he spelled this completely wrong. I assume he means Dean, Luca Dean, or Doherty. All attacking threat with the possibility of the odd clean sheet. Do you like any of those guys?
0: I like Dean. I mean, I I gave a little thirty second hold my hands up last pod when I was shitting on Everton defense like six weeks ago. But they they look like they've got it together. And but with the
1: fixtures, you would pick Dean. Yeah, you rotate. I
0: mean, you could still start him in like you know to this week, and then you've got a couple off. But I'm not wanting to start any of these players every week, period. And I just think he's safer. I, I still don't know if he's going to play Kolasinac or Kolasinac, however the fuck you pronounce the last yeah, consonant of his name. A, I don't if, know if it's a hard
1: if, C or a ch.
0: If Haldino's out and he go back to the back four, I mean, I would be surprised. He can't play defense, so if they're not playing him as a wing back, then I don't think he's going to be in the team, so I'm nervous about that. I just don't think he has a good medium-term outlook, and I certainly don't want to spend multiple transfers on my 4.x defender spot unless if someone dies. So, I mean, Daugherty's not an option to me. They just look all over the shop, and I think that they're fucking trash, garbage bin bags. Um, that's, I like Dean. I, I mean, I think he's just a good rotating cog um, just a good share, a good piece to have, you know.
1: I kinda think it's worth the risk of going cola just because you would start him every week for the next six or seven, aside from Liverpool. Like it's not you know, it's obviously carries risk, Nacho's close to being back, who knows what's gonna happen, but he's starting regularly, he's just as attacking, if not more, than Dean. And they have really, really good fixtures as opposed to Everton. Like I don't wanna transfer yeah. in a guy that's gonna be on my bench. Two out of the next four game weeks. So, yeah, I don't know. I so, kind I, I, I of so, like I mean, Kola and Arsenal defense has been better lately.
0: I think so. To me, it's just like the fundamental also having to balance it with the other four defenders you have because sweating a team sheet on your defender when you have two pieces of fuck on your bench that you don't want to come in is very bad feeling. So, yes. I think that the attacking intent would have to be like four X or something better than Dean for me to go with Cola and absorb the risk of him being not only dropped the game, but he could be bombed out for a month. I mean they could go back four and he's just Monreal's in, period. I mean Cola didn't get a sniff until everyone died. Lick Steiner had to die. He was playing fucking out of position on the left. So Shaka. <laughs> I, I think there I think there's just way too many risky factors there. I mean obviously watching Cola living in the opponent's penalty area or the their box is very nice and it gets you gets you feeling things in the down-belows, but just having that security of knowing, okay, Dean's absolutely nailed every game, I know when I can play him, I know what I have to do with the rest of my yeah. back line to get three good out and that kind of thing, Like I, pr- I prioritize
1: that a little bit higher. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, last question, Kyle G on Slack. I have Sané and I want Major Son. Is it worth the risk to have two (sighs) rotation-prone midfielders? It makes me feel like I'm just adding another gamble to every game week since both of them are risk one-point cameos. How do you balance that? You just need a good bench, I guess.
0: Yeah, That's why I put Kearney in. I have Son and Son. Obviously, they've started the last two game weeks since I've had both of them, and that's been nice. But um, it doesn't seem like Son is that much of a rotation risk with Mendy It's clear that he wants to play him, and he's riding him. He played 90 for three or straight, I guess, over like two weeks is clearly fit. Um, and Sun also, it's you watch son There's no no doubting that he's their danger man. So I, I don't. I think they're maybe perceived rotationers from like last season, or I don't. I don't think they're that that bad of rotationers. But yeah, I think the fifth bench. But I mean, we know Kamarasa's on pens now, so that's a good four or five option. And you know, I mean, I, I still think Carney's gonna gonna trickle in some assists, and he almost scored a goal this this week uh, also. So. I think the the having a good fifth mid is the key. I mean, if you're in a 3-4-3, three, three, if you're a, if you have two up top and you have like Kamara or Success, I would be much I would I would put an emphasis on making sure you get a good, you know, a really good bench guy. Yeah. Okay. What do you I mean, we've we've kind of hit on that before too, right?
1: Yeah, I I I agree with you mostly that I have nothing much yeah. to add. They they're both clearly first choice. So, yeah. it's not the it's not a fucking, you know, it's not like a Trent Gomez rotation or something where it's like you just throw your hands up you have no idea if either player is going to start every week it's just like right. they should start and every once in a while they'll they'll be on the bench. Yeah. Um, anything else or do you well, want to just go to this week captains? And shit? Yeah, no,
0: let's go. We we're trying to keep it short. we yeah. Let's keep it short. Long.
1: Yeah, let's keep it short. Um. So who are you capping this week?
0: Um, I mean it's gonna decide it, it'll depend on whether or not I bring in lock, I think. Um I definitely don't want a captain, a city player at Chelsea. It just it seems like it's it wouldn't surprise me if they batter them and go in there and do like a four one or something, but you know, that's just not a fixture on paper that I'm trying to exploit, even though, you know, Raz, I'll probably vice Raz since I know a play. Um but if I don't go lock, I guess I'll go Kane, but I really don't feel good about going Kane this weekend. So I'll see. I that's that's kind of where I'm at. I might go Sterling over Kane if, if I decide not to get he's that He is I'm that not, much
1: better. Yeah,
0: he's. I think he's that much better. The fixture, I don't know why, I just feel like it's it's not like a banana skin game at all. I think Leicester are fucking horrible and I think Spurs will win, but I'm just getting a little bit... I just don't have a good feeling about it, really. Not, not based on any fact or anything I've seen or anything objective,
1: I just don't have a great feeling about it. And for what it's worth, Leicester are... Fifth in the expected goals allowed table. Like their defense has been consistently tight all season. They've had like yeah, I mean, one or two weird and, games, yeah. but they park and play conservatively every single game, no matter the opponent. So, yeah, and they're like a good
0: bus, not a we're going to park because we're worse than you, like Southampton. We're Southampton right, 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 right. Yeah, exactly. It's a good, it's a good bus. What about you? What are you looking at Mo?
1: I mean, I'm on Mo with Vice Sterling. I mean, you have to assume that. Mo will start, and that Bournemouth is decent. Um, You know, should be fine. And he came on and dominated as he always does, so it's good for him.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think that's totally reasonable.
1: Um, It was one of the reasons why I wasn't prioritizing Kane like two weeks ago. I mean, obviously, backfired in my fucking face when Mo didn't start last week, but. In my head, I was like, "No, I'm comfortable starting. I'm captaining Mo against Burnley and Bournemouth, and that was always yeah. the thing. It was like, I'm not going to rip my team up because I, I don't think that capping Kane and, um, home Southampton at Leicester is that much better than Mo, and then I'm going to captain City in every other game week. So I got to back yeah, myself I mean, that's, there. Yeah,
0: I mean that's completely logical. There's no hole you could possibly poke through that. It just so far hasn't come off.
1: Um." And then what so you're looking at the Bob move, or are you looking at anything else? You have Gomez.
0: Yeah, so I'm most conservatively I could do Gomez to someone and, and float. I have two freeze I saved last week. Um I could I could do Dilv. I could do a hit and get lock uh, get Obamiang in. I, I don't really like that too much. Um yeah, but I would, I, don't I like could that. do Dilv. Yeah, I could do Dilv to, you know, Rich or Bill or someone like that, and get in Laka for Firmino, and just hide Gomez and and start Juan. Wait,
1: um, why you need or, you need point one or something to get Bob to Laka? No,
0: I need point four. Oh so really? I can also, oh, shit, I didn't realize yeah,
1: they it, spread out that much.
0: Yeah, Bob's nine two. So if I if I did Gomez and uh, and Bob out, I could get a four seven defender in and Laka. The only issue with that is it, it, it. Then I start to get a little bit nervous about spreading my defense too thin across some, some too many bad teams. I would be rotating two spots for four defenders on bad teams um, to go with Trent. So
1: that's a little bit sketch. But yeah, that feels kind of bad.
0: But at the expense of keeping my midfield being you know Son, Sane, Sterling, and Dilv, and then I have Kane lock up, up top, and then Rondon and Kearney rotating. Like I. I it could work. I'm gonna look at the rotations and see if there's a team that slots in there well because again, you know, Fulham, granted they have zero clean sheets, but Chambers out of position, which is nice. Newcastle I still like is a rotating and, and Palace look good rotating. So if I could find a fourth team with a cheap defender who I could kinda of have a good rotation, two spots from four four players for two spots, it's I mean two, three, four years ago we did that. With all three spots, we had five players, five four five defenders. You know, yeah. So I'm just curious why
1: work. why you're on like you're committed to Bob out. Is this just for the captaincy option, or it's are you kind just because a- like he he should be nailed to start to all hell. Like he was rested, and you know he's coming off you know scoring in 20 minutes in a decent game before that. I, I'm just curious.
0: It's it's definitely the captaincy for this weekend is a big factor, yeah. but it's also just like what is his upside. Yes, he's been playing better the last couple of weeks, but I don't know, you know double he, return
1: like that's yeah. Fine. But
0: he, he gets a return on you know got fouled for a free kick or whatever, and you know he's still playing sort of reverse out of position to yeah. a degree a lot of the time, which is, does isn't great. Yeah, um, you know, he's still going with that four two three one kind of thing. He's dropping deep a lot, so. I mean, he's not cheap enough. I think he's, I mean, he's expensive, and I just don't... He's good on bonus points, of course, but I just don't think that there's that much upside, especially with some tricky fixtures coming up. It just doesn't seem like a great hold. And like I said, I got him as just a complete left-field rogue punt for a short little window where they had reasonable fixtures, and I thought he might get a couple goals and ride the hot form. So I could definitely do the passive move and get rid of Gomez and, and keep him and. I just, I'm not sure. I mean, I could also keep an eye forward and just do the Gomez move and then double swap Abamyang in for Firmino and and get Dilva out and still be able to get Richarlison or Siggy or, or Bernardo Silva. Yeah, just my, I guess um, my
1: only thinking is everything that we just said about Laka and Arsenal and Emery and just so many questions in the air. Maybe just play it sort of passive on Bob for one week while he still is a reasonable fixture and he's nailed to start. And as we just gain that one more week of information, like how much you'd feel so much better buying Locke if he started one match before just getting him now. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's my I mean, thinking. It, Like He hasn't no, started makes, in three straight weeks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. And it's, it would be a big risk. I'm, I'm not saying like this is a yeah. brilliant move, I'm, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a big risk. I just have to look at it and think, you know, if, if I feel good enough that he's going to start home Huddersfield. I mean, I think that's by far the standout fixture on the on the table this, this weekend, and I think they could put five in. Uh, I mean, Huddersfield, the amount that they work each game, they've got to be feeling a little bit leggy. They don't oh, have a yeah. big squad. So I think that they could rip them the fucking shreds. Um, so that's kind of what I'm thinking, really. It's just a huge upside play versus... Yeah. You know, maybe like Bob gets an assist or something? I'm like, all right, whatever, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And um, then you're left
1: like captaining Raz or something, which is like, yeah, yeah. No, I see, I see your play. I mean, it is, yeah, I mean, uh, OBS or Laka or both could both fucking like Hattie or triple return, like that's very yeah. much on the cards, so, yeah, yeah.
0: So, also, what about you? What are you looking
1: at? I don't know. I got to do something with Arnie. Maybe I'll just, yeah. I, my, my, I'm so like. Yeah, fucking over it and like mad and just like unhappy with everything that I maybe I'll like take a hit or something maybe I'll get locked and take a hit or something like that but either way Arnie's gonna come out whether it's just a simple smart move like swap to Mitro or something else I'm not sure yet
0: okay so Arnie out we'll see on Lambs but we have to get Lambs out tomorrow Well wow.
1: yeah I know or like this is like pod straight into Lambs it's weird yeah. Well, how do we do? Are we, We're we not at an hour. We did okay. Under an hour is good.
0: Yeah, that's good for us.
1: All right, let me slap some new Patreon asses. Uh, neither ain't is a slap. We got Alan Creasy, Lucas Burns, Mr. Burns. We got Tim, all lowercase. And then we got Kane in the ass. I don't know his actual name, but I'm going to go with that. So that's good. Um,
0: yeah, we had some new, new meat on Slack. It's always a nice job by everyone.
1: Yeah, we'll leave Slack for one fucking game week and everyone goes fucking ballistic without us. So we got to get gotta get Slack back in order. Um, <laughs> any last words? No. Check us out at fmlfbl.com. Follow us on Twitter at FMLFPL. Support us at slash fmlfield. Subscribe, rate, review, and cheers. Podcast Network.